Episode 4, Karma and Free Will. Elizabeth Hancock and welcome to my podcast which is Energetic Business and Life. This podcast is all about normalizing spirituality by incorporating as much science as I can possibly find in order to bring it to the wider world. This has been a passion of mine for a few years now ever since I discovered energy healing and it totally changed my world, changed my life And since then, I've gone on to become certified in many different new modalities. And I've also been researching a book for the past couple of years, which is the science behind spirituality. And I think if there's one thing I want to do before I leave this planet, it's try and get more people to understand that a lot of what we call spirituality is science that we haven't discovered yet. And I do truly believe that all of this weird and wacky stuff that that we experience or surrounded by in this planet it has got some sort of scientific explanation for it at the end. It's just that we don't know it yet. But new technology is growing every single day. We're beginning to understand more and more about the invisible world of spirituality around us, which is the energy field. And that takes us into quantum physics. And much of the science that I'm using in my podcast does center around quantum physics, epigenetics, neuroplasticity as well. I'm not an expert in any of these fields, and I'm not trying to say that this way is better than any other way, and I'm not trying to move away from the the science world or the medical world. I do believe that there's a place for everything in this world that we live in. I'm simply providing different perspectives on things. So today I want to talk about karma, because this is an area that's been interesting to me for a very long time, in fact. And as I got some some new insight on this recently over the past couple of weeks, which takes us into the area of free will, I thought I'd record a podcast on karma and free will together because I think it's an area which is quite topical for today's world. The word karma itself simply means action, work or deed. And the term first appears in Hindu texts around 1500 BC. But then around 800 to 300 BC, it starts to take on a different meaning. And it's these earlier meanings which I'm going to be referring back to because I feel that we've lost the the true understanding of what karma actually means. And I think that the earlier meanings around karma actually are more on track with exactly what karma is and how we can use it in in our world to live a better life, essentially. So for me, it's not that we do something bad in our life and then we're punished for it. It's that when we send out a frequency which is low vibrational in itself, we then are attracting back that frequency. So it is much more about frequency for me and less about behavior. And interestingly, Jainism, which is a similar to Buddhism, talks about how the subtle matter clings to the soul, observing its pristine form. And the pristine form is the light body, which Einstein also talked about. But ultimately, the light body is our natural state. But in a sense, this light body that we exist in is much higher energy 
So if you imagine that, that we are, our innate form is the light body, and then you can imagine that every time we do a, a bad deed, or every time we, you know, a low vibrational thought or a low vibrational feeling, or that we're sending out, the, the subtle matter, because if it's low vibrational, it's then more matter, less energy, the same as the physical world that we live in, and then clings to the light body, thus bringing the light body down, bringing us down into a more low vibrational state. And I suspect that this is probably more to do with what karma actually is. Karma is that the more we are thinking these low vibrational feelings, thoughts, which then of course lead on to our behavior as well, because our feelings and thoughts dictate our behavior, then the more we are bringing our innate light body down into a more low vibrational frequency and then thus we are existing on this planet as a, low, a lower vibrational frequency ourselves, and we attract what we give off. So whatever frequency we're broadcasting, we then attract that frequency back to us. So say for example, we look at when we do a good deed for someone, this is an act of kindness, an act of love, an act of compassion, then we are now emitting that frequency, you know, those frequencies of kindness, compassion, and love. And as I, as I keep saying, whatever frequency we're sending out, we're then attracting back that frequency. So it's not that we're punished for these things. It's that when we act in this way, in this, you know, you could see this as negative, but when, when we act in this low vibrational way, we are bringing our vibrational frequency down. This in turn creates the attraction of we are then attracting back the same vibrational frequency. And this is where the aspect of free will comes in. So Free will is an area which I've been fascinated by for a good few years, and that's because I used to sit in victim mentality as well. And it's one of those areas which it's not like we sit there thinking, oh, I'm going to be a victim in my life. You know, we don't think like that. We don't even understand that we're being a victim. So, and I used to think that life happened to me as well. But then something woke me up one day, and I realized that actually... I am creating this life, I am creating this reality, and then I started working on my energy in order to change this, and it really made me understand the concept of creating our own reality and free will, and the free will that we have within that concept in a much deeper way than I had done before. And one of the universal laws is that we have complete free will, and we get to decide exactly how we want to live our life, what we want to do in our life, how our life wants to look when, whilst we're living in this lifetime on this physical planet. And once you get your head around this, it's such an empowering and feeling, it's such an empowering thought because you really begin to understand just how, how much you can change your life. You know, by changing your thoughts, by changing your feelings, you can change your life, which we know but it's also changing our beliefs, which many of us don't know. We all know that we're supposed to think more positively. We all know that we're supposed to be sitting in high vibrational feelings as much as we can. But what many of us don't know is that it's our beliefs that are stopping us from doing this. And our beliefs exist really within our subconscious mind. And they are the ones often dictating exactly the life that we have. Because not only do they send out frequencies, often lower vibrational frequencies of their own, without us even knowing it because they're coming from our subconscious, but 
they also skew the way that we look at the world because we start we look at the world through these filters of our beliefs and most of us do not know that we're doing this because these beliefs are so hidden and if you've ever had that moment where your friends have said something to you you know and then you get very defensive and you're like no i don't do that well that's exactly that's exactly what i mean that's a perfect example your friends can see that you are doing this but for you you're completely blocked to this because you can't see it. It's hidden beliefs, and these are often referred to as limiting beliefs. And these limiting beliefs, they cause us to self-sabotage our life. And once you can start really getting down deep with understanding what these beliefs are, what are, I, what are my belief structures? What is it that I think and feel about this? How am I self-sabotaging this? Why do I not have what I want in my life yet? Why am I not making the money that I want in my business or my career yet? All of these things, the reason that you're not able to attract or have these dreams and desires of yours is because you have a belief structure which is sending out a different or broadcasting a different frequency to the one that you are trying to attract back to you. So your conscious mind is sending out, I want more money or I want a better career or I want to do this in my business. But on a subconscious level, which makes up 95% of what you're broadcasting, you're actually broadcasting, I don't deserve this, or I'm not able to take care of my money, or money goes through my fingers, or whatever it may be. These are the beliefs that you're broadcasting instead. Because when you think about it, it's not the action, it's not the behavior that you're broadcasting, it's actually the thoughts, the feelings, the beliefs, the words, that's what you're broadcasting. There are a lot of people in this world who do many acts of kindness or compassion towards others, but it's not the action, it's not what they're doing, it's what the thoughts are, really, underneath it all, that they're broadcasting out there. So for example, Say you're acting kindly towards someone, but you have expectation attached to it. So expectation is very low vibrational. So you may be acting kindly towards someone. Maybe you give someone a discount or something, or maybe you, you know, you're talking to a client in a certain way and you have expectation of that client then buying something from you. So you may be acting in a kind way towards that person, but in your subconscious mind, you're not actually broadcasting that complete high vibrational love and compassion out into the universe. You're now broadcasting expectation and then most likely resentment or frustration that you haven't got what you expected to get from, from your action, from your good deed. And then there's also the victim mode as well. So if you're acting in a very compassionate and kind way towards others, but you're actually sitting in the victim mindset, the victim mode, the victim frequency, and you're not, you're not taking charge of your life, you're not taking responsibility of your life, you're not setting good boundaries, you're not managing the people around you, then again, what the, the real frequency that you're sending out is the victim frequency, which again is very low vibrational. And often what goes hand in hand with the victim frequency is resentment or the fact that why is my life so bad? Why is my life not happening for me? Why am I not getting what I want in my life? This is all very low vibrational energy that you're sending out of your energy field. You're broadcasting out of your mind. And then think about those good deeds that you do for others, which are actually driven by guilt. 
So again, it's not the good deed that you're doing, it's the guilt that you feel that you should be doing this, or you're feeling guilty for how you may have treated someone badly, you know, or maybe you did something that you know you shouldn't have done. So now you're trying to give them things, you're trying to act or behave in a way to try and relieve this guilty feeling that you have in your mind. But then what you're actually broadcasting out is guilt. So you're not broadcasting love and compassion of this good deed, you're broadcasting guilt. And guilt is an incredibly low vibrational frequency. So of course, the way around all of this is to understand why are you doing this? Why are you behaving in this way? What is your reason for this? Do you have expectation? Are you feeling guilty? Is it, feel, is it something that you feel you should be doing rather than actually want to do? It's getting into your mind and understanding completely why you are acting, thinking, feeling in this way, which, you know, of course, is getting more conscious about things, understanding the conscious rationale behind, behind these things. So another aspect of karma is that it comes from other lifetimes. So that whole concept of if you behave badly in this lifetime, then in your next lifetime, you're going to come back as a slug or an ant or something. But then if you believe this, or if you think like this, then what are you actually broadcasting out of your energy field? Well, you're broadcasting fear, because you're not doing things that you want to do in your life, or you're behaving a certain way in your life through fear. But fear is also low vibrational. And of course, most of us in this world at this time are, you know, are sitting in fear. And this is a very low vibrational state as well. Because I believe in the soul, I do think that the soul has been around for a very, very long time. And so therefore, I also believe in past lives. I don't spend my time looking at past lives per se, because so many of us have been around for millions of years, which means that we've probably lived every single past life that we probably could have lived ever. We've all been kings, we've all been queens in various different lifetimes. And in my mind, they're just facets of us, you know, they're just different facets of our personality, different facets of our being, if you like. I do look at past lives when I'm working with clients, well, not all of them, but with some, if it's, if it's pertinent and um, there's something to learn from it. So I look at them in terms of what can we learn from that past life. And I, always, I also look at how the person died in that past life, because I feel that we can learn a lot from that. But in terms of building up karma, then I feel that we can look to the field of epigenetics for this, which essentially states that our genes are switched on by our environment, but also makes the assumption that our environment is also our energetic environment as well as our physical environment. And energetically, we can pass down beliefs from previous generations. And within these beliefs, often they will be limiting beliefs as well, things that have been passed down through our ancestors and are still stored in our auric field or our energetic DNA. So again, working to release these beliefs, working to release, release this ancestral trauma can then help us to move again back towards the light body, which I believe is our innate state. And then it's all the, the trauma and the beliefs and the low vibrational energy that we're picking up along the way, which then sort of stick, cling to us and keep us low vibrational, keep us lower density. So the more we work to release this 
trapped emotions, these trapped negative emotions, these um, this stagnating energy or stuck energy, the more we can get our energy flowing through our body and the more we can then live in a way that's less dense, so we're more energy, less matter, which in turn gets us back to that more synchronistic state, gets us back to that more energy state where we're working in harmony with the energy field around us, working in a way which is attracting more higher vibrational energy to us and less lower vibrational this higher vibrational energy is bringing information, consciousness, into us. It's bringing higher vibrational energy into us, which of course is more beneficial, more helpful to us. And it's also upgrading our own energetic DNA. So it's, energ it's energetically upgrading our DNA, which then we then interact with the energy field, in, again, in a, a higher vibrational way, in a more harmonious way for us. So in my opinion, it's not that we're being punished for things our ancestors have done or things that we may have done in past lives or things that we have done in this life. It's simply that this has created a lower vibrational energy within us or lower vibrational stuck energy within us. And this is what we are broadcasting out of our energy field. And therefore, we are attracting back the same. We're attracting back the same frequency. And this I find very empowering because it means that you can actually, or we can all start working on this now. And we can all start to journal to understand what we may be broadcasting, you know, what are our limiting beliefs. We can start uh, meditating and talking to our, to our higher self, talking to our intuition, our energy, you know, whatever you call these things, talking to yourself and gaining deeper knowledge and information about areas where you may be self-sabotaging, areas where you may have limiting thoughts, limiting beliefs, and we can start tracking back to where these things came from. And we can start then energetically removing them from your energy field so that you can then exist in a more harmonious way in the energy field. You can exist in a higher vibrational way in the energy field, which is going to allow you to live a much better life. It's going to allow you to really start feeling that love and compassion inside you and then it's going you're going to start then broadcasting that love and compassion outside of you which in turn will result in acts true acts of kindness compassion and love instead of acting in this way but your real thoughts and feelings behind it are more low vibrational you'll actually be sending out these true love compassion high vibrational energies out of you which will allow you to, to have a much more fulfilling and rewarding life as well. So we can free ourselves from karma in, in, by doing this. And we can free ourselves from things that may have happened in our ancestors, in past lives. We can take responsibility of it all in this life. We can start understanding what is it that's holding me back? What is it that's keeping me low vibrational? What is it that's stopping me from achieving my dreams? Why am I not able to, to reach my goals? What is it that's sabotaging me here? How am I sabotaging myself? Whatever it may be, we can, we can start working on all of this now, which means that we're not defined by any karmic ties or problems or things we've done in previous lives or things that we you know, may have done in, in earlier parts of this life. We're not tied to any of this. And none of this is affecting our life. The only thing that's affecting our life is the trapped, stagnating energy around it. 
and we can start freeing that, releasing that from our energy field and releasing us from the, the problems that it may be bringing to our current life. I think possibly the bigger problem here is not the karma. I think it's most likely the free will aspect. And I, I get the feeling that some of us really don't understand what free will actually means. You know, and free will means that you really do get to choose everything in your life. But sometimes we are not exercising this free will with the people around us. And I think this is where it ventures into setting boundaries or standing up for ourselves or saying no to people. And maybe we get sort of pressured into things. And again, you know, this is because we're not exercising our free will. To truly know and value your own free will in my opinion, means to exercise it on a regular basis. And I think that this goes hand in hand with having a clear vision. So if you don't have a clear vision for your life, then I feel that you're probably more easily persuaded, pressured by others into acting in ways which may not be the way that is beneficial for you. So in a sense, if you don't know who you are or, or why you came here or what you came here to do, it's going to be far easier for others to manipulate you into their agenda. But you always have free will, and this is, this is the thing. And it's stepping back into this free will as many times as you can, always asking yourself the question, am I on the right track with my life? Is this the life that I really want to be living? Is this life fulfilling me? And if it's not, then you track back to when things started to change, what happened, what happened at that time. What, you know, what went wrong in a sense and you can track back and then you can start to unpick it. So in a sense, it's standing in your own sovereignty all the time, standing in your own power and not allowing others to pressure you into their beliefs, their opinions, their feelings, their thoughts, which is happening all the time on a conscious level and an unconscious level. So what I'm always constantly doing, because you know, I'm, an, I'm an empath as well, and I you know, find it easy to get swayed into different energies and things, but what I'm always doing is pulling myself back, recentering myself, which I do through meditation and accessing deeper wisdom, whether it be from myself or the energy field, I don't think it really matters, but accessing deeper wisdom to understand what is it I want, what is it I'm doing, is this aligned with where I'm going with my life? Is this aligned with my vision? I know I talk about this a lot, but I truly believe that if you know where you're going, why you're going there, and who you're going with, then you're on your path. You're on your path, and you choose exactly who's going to be on that path with you, what you're going to be doing on that path, why you're doing it on that path, You know, what is your mission, what is your vision, why are you going in that direction, and everything feeds into that. You know, everything feeds into that higher vision you have for your life. And this is you exercising your free will. And nobody will be able to sway you from that path because you know, you'll come up with lots of opportunities and there'll be lots of people you know, saying, you want to do this, you want to do this. Um, and you, you can always just recenter yourself, come back to yourself and always think, does this fit with my overall vision? Does this fit with my overall mission and purpose for this life? And this will help you in so many ways. It will stop you from following the bright, shiny things. 
It will start to remove people from your life who are not beneficial to you because they're vibrating at a different frequency. So in a sense, when we take charge of our life, I've always felt that our frequency really shifts up, you know, it goes much, much higher. And then all the lower frequency things, people's experiences will then drop away from us. So it allows you to have complete clarity about what you're doing and where you're going, which is really helpful. It saves a lot of time when you know this on a daily basis so that you don't get pulled off into into doing something different. And it really keeps you motivated on those days where the going gets tough. You're recentering, you recenter yourself, you reground yourself, and you get yourself back into, into yourself, into who you are, where are you going, why are you going there, and who are you going with. Okay, so I think I'll end there. And um, so that's my take on karma and free will and how it interlinks together. And um, the reason that I talk about this today is because I really feel that it's something that we have control over. It's something that we can dictate. And I think this is very empowering when we can start working through our own stuff, our own beliefs, and we can get ourselves back to this higher vibrational innate state that I believe we all are underneath it. And I feel like many coaches out there, this is the reason why I became a coach all those years ago, is because I can see people's true potential underneath it. And I have met many, many coaches who can do the same. In fact, I would say that it's probably the number one reason why people become a coach, is because they can see that person's true potential and they really want that person to succeed with their dreams and their goals in life. If you want to reach out to me, you can on social media. I'm on at Ruth Elizabeth Hancock. My website is also ruthelizabethhancock.com and that's Elizabeth with an S, not a Z. Or you can email me on elizabeth at elizabethhancock.com. I haven't changed my email yet, so that's still my old one. If you're based in Dubai, then I am running some live events only once a month at the moment. And August is on the 18th of August, and we're going to be focused on life vision. So in this one, we're going to be doing a guided meditation where we connect you to your higher self so you can start to understand more about your life vision. So you can understand more about what you want to do with your life, where you want to go, why you're going there, what is it that that drives you there. And as I said previously, once you know your vision, once you know why you're here, what you're doing and what you want to do and all these sorts of things, then life just gets so much easier. And it means you can exercise that free will and that sovereignty on a daily, on a daily basis. I'll add all the links to all of this um, in the notes. And I look forward to catching up with you next week. In the meantime, I hope you have a great week and I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.